Have you had your soup today? And the cold, crisp taste of Coke is so satisfying, it keeps me from eating something else that might really add those pounds. Wherever you are, welcome to another episode of Geologians. We are here today to put the she in freshest. Oh. That is not, I did did not resolute to do real she's, but I felt like this is, that just felt like it's in there. So far, this is our freshest episode (laughs) as we record it, right? Yeah, now. as we're going, it's the most fresh mm-hmm. episode that we have. Hi, welcome. My name is Summer Yeager, and I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Joy, and my other co-host, Baby Jojo, mm-hmm. and our husbands are sitting here. I don't know. They're just sitting here. <laughs> they don't. They're here. They're they get here. honorable mention. Get, yeah, honorable mention. <laughs> they have nothing to do with this episode. <laughs> not sure if, almost positive they're not listening. Yeah. And here we are. I think my husband's looking for moose gloves. What are do moose need? They're gloves? made of them. They're made of moose. <laughs> like a horseshoe. <laughs> a moose are they, glove. Are they for moose? Are they shaped like a moose? Are they made of moose? Is it a body glove does it for a moose? Attract moose. <laughs> what does it do? It's, they go on your hands and they keep your hands warm and they're made of moose. <laughs> Seriously? That seems really intense. You live in Arizona. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Lives in Arizona, not happy about it. <laughs> well, but there are some cold places in Arizona. That's true. Not where he lives. It's so long. I could explain to you why he's looking for moose gloves, but it's a <laughs> it's a long story. Oh, okay. You had to be there, I guess. Maybe it's you just, can tell me later. Yeah. <laughs> he needs cold weather gear for a thing. And so I'm guessing he did a bunch of research and, and decided that the moose gloves and moose gloves are the, the freshest. They're the freshest. <laughs> oh, mittens. He's also reading a book called Winter Wise. So maybe he learned about moose gloves. Wait, did I tell you about Secrets of Warmth? <laughs> no, but please tell me all the secrets. Secrets of, of Warmth is a, a book that he's reading uh-huh. that is um it's about being warm in <laughs> freezing weather yeah uh-huh. and like snow and stuff yeah but it looks and sounds to me like a romance novel <laughs> Secrets of the the cover is like like blue very blue forward it's like like dusk okay in a mountain setting okay covered in snow all right and two little illuminated tents uh-huh. and like <laughs> one of the words in secrets of warmth is kind of like scroll and to me it just Amazing. and even the name secrets of warmth amazing so every time he reads it i joke that it's he's it's, reading he's his, reading romance, his novel. romance novel secrets <laughs> i need somebody to write that oh yeah speaking of novels you can it's still not too late to join the sheologians book club true and we're reading tactics by gregory we Tocqueville. are not reading secrets of warmth but we're maybe. not for sure not um no moose mittens are involved <laughs> um 
And so anyway, if you're interested in learning more about that, you can go to patreon.com slash theologians. You can leave us a voicemail for your complaints and compliments at 470-465-0475. Matthew and Eric are shaking their heads at me right now. I don't know why. Why is that happening? Now he's shaking. He's nodding his head. (laughs) We'll never understand. (laughs) I've been watching a lot of Shark Tank and I'm wondering... (laughs) Should we go? Should, <laughs> should we, we sell? Should we moose design clothes? a mitten for moose? Uh, for them, yeah. For the moose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I mean, big warning label about putting anything or even being near a moose. I definitely thought you were just changing the topic to pudding. Oh, <laughs> like no, a warning label for pudding. I thought you were going to tell me something about pudding, how to make pudding. I don't know what pudding. I is, mean, dirt and worms is a great. What? I craved that my whole pregnancy. You craved what? Dirt and worms. What is that? It's pudding with crushed up Oreos and uh, gummy worms in it. Oh, I've never had that. I got to have it on um, at the Reformation party because they do the diet of worms. Mm. They do the mm-hmm. they do dirt and worms, but and then a That's friend of, of mine made a things I've ever heard. Yeah. Um. Yes, and we actually had at this party, we had someone playing Martin Luther. No. And then he read a story to the what? children. I didn't know anything about this. <laughs> yeah, it was Drew. I, that's amazing. <laughs> I'm really jealous. Oh, I yeah. I want to go to one of these yeah. at mm-hmm. some point. Oh, yeah. It's great. Okay. Well, anyway. hi. Hey, gang. We are... We're discussing friendship today. We are. We're friends. We're friends. Mm-hmm. We can talk about friendship. Yeah. Why am I discussing this? I... This has been something I've been thinking about a lot. You guys ask us questions about this a lot. And I think it's just a topic that we're all kind of really bad at sometimes. (laughs) Not everyone. That was too general. It's something the world is confused about, I think. I feel that conviction very deeply. Yeah. Um, And so I just thought maybe we could be helpful on the topic. Um, and I think part of the reason why we are so bad at this, um, is, and go with me here, but, um, Rihanna had a pimple the other day. (laughs) Okay. And it made me think of this. And we are referring to Rihanna, the the recording artist. Yes. Okay. She had a pimple. I didn't know if you got like a cat or something and you named it (laughs) Rihanna. If I ever get a cat, I'm definitely going to name it and Rihanna. Cat pimples. <laughs> Cats don't generally have that, but you never know. Who knows what's underneath there, under the fur? Who knows? It just seemed um, like a weird gag. Like Rihanna had a pimple, and like the camera. <laughs> Life is not a show or a movie. It's only real. enjoys that. Yeah, mm-hmm. is it that? Um, yeah. So Rihanna, she, her pimple made me think of this topic actually because. She posted a picture of herself on Instagram. I don't follow her on Instagram. I know about this because she posted a picture of herself on Instagram without makeup and she had a pimple. Uh-huh. And then people wrote articles about it. I was like, so all of a sudden in my feed, I have these articles. She's powering up again. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden in my feed, I'm seeing these articles about how cool it is that Rihanna can love her pimple oh yeah like not be ashamed to post 
I'm trying not to talk because I don't know how much the crying interferes with. Oh, Eric will take her. Eric will take her. He <laughs> loves babies. He wants to walk around with that baby. Yeah, he do. Oh, honey. Good dad. Oh, yeah. That's Watch out like, for all the wires. Okay. Oh, that's like the new, um, it's like the new award. Like, yeah. Like you're that we so, give people like, look, you're oh, so authentic. she doesn't even care about look showing how, her stretch marks. Look on. how authentic and vulnerable right. she is. Mm-hmm. And I thought we're so essentially what we're being discipled to do, what this exercise is teaching us, what what we're learning when, oh, look at Rihanna. She Instagrams her She doesn't pimples, even care about beauty standards. Is we're being discipled to love all of our own warts and pimples right while simultaneously being discipled to hate everyone else for being gross enough to have a wart or a pimple because that's essentially what happens with this whole everybody but me is toxic thing right that we're doing as a culture so it's like i love me i love my pimples but you know what you and your pimples i shouldn't have to deal with those i shouldn't have to look at that i shouldn't have to do we're being discipled into this radical self-love and this radical, these ungodly boundaries, I think, towards others, that what's happening is we don't even know what friendship is for or how to be right. a good friend. Yeah. Um, and so something I've been thinking about is how our generation versus my parents' generation deals with interpersonal relationships Mm -hmm. and what i mean by that is what i see a lot of times in the in my parents generation the generation right above us is kind of this like pride of not being able to be vulnerable not being able to accept um accept help or ask for help or Mm -hmm. um so I'm and I'm thinking about because I've watched a lot of Office lately that episode <laughs> where Dwight and Andy are fighting to do nice things oh, for uh-huh. each other. Yeah, because they cannot handle. They can't be the last owing. person. They can't yeah. owe someone something. You right. you can't do me a good deed without me doing a good deed for you and balancing the account. Right. Yeah. You know, essentially. Um, and what that is is pride. Mm-hmm. It's saying I cannot be helped. I. I have to be, I always have to be the bigger person. I have to be the stronger friend. I have to be this. I have to be that. Um, And I think then what happened with our generation is we kind of swung really far against that as we tend to do overcorrect and stuff like that. I think we swung so far the other way where I remember growing up and taking it for granted that everybody is going to have one bestest friend oh yeah right and this best friend is essentially going to function as a spouse (laughs) in a lot of ways that are really strange and odd um and and you you have to commit to this person and you guys you know this has to be the one person that you call and text for everything and this has to be the one person that you do these things with and this is my closest bestest friend and I remember growing up in school and I went to public school. I went to private school. It was the same everywhere where it was like, oh, well, who's your best friend? Right. And you had to have that one person that was just you're constantly like emotionally dependent upon. And like it was that you're so like covenanted weird. Too. Yeah, it was so <laughs> weird. Yeah. Um, 
And so anyway, I just think we're kind of confused all over the map about what friendship is and what it's for and what it's what we're supposed to be doing yeah. in these relationships. And so I just wanted to Well, and I think sometimes it. too, in, like in our culture, like the church culture, we get it like it can be confusing because you I do think there's a difference between being hospitable mm. and being someone's best friend because sometimes we're like I can't I can't have friends I can't I can't fulfill like mm-hmm. the biblical uh, notion of friendship because I can't mm-hmm. like love everyone forever and the I can't bring and... everybody a meal and I can't yeah have everybody over to my house and yeah. and the, and so then mm-hmm. you just give up because you right. get overwhelmed. Right. Or sometimes people walk into a church and they're like, why don't I have friends now? Right. <laughs> I've been going here for, for two me. weeks owe and me. I haven't been, fr- I'm not friends with anybody. How come you all haven't made me a part of your right. family? <laughs> or even sometimes it's not even just when you walk in. Sometimes like Apologia has been through so many seasons at this point. Uh-huh. It's changed so much Yeah, that people who were there in the beginning, it would be really easy to be like, where like where do I fit in this season or like why have right. I not made this and mm-hmm. you know so I think there's I think we do have a lot of confusion yeah about yeah what friends are yeah for sure like what friendship is and right. what that means and right and I I think okay so as a Christian what are my friendships for right. um well I hope I'm I'm in service to people as we work towards the same goal of honoring God. Right. Like we should be side by side. This isn't a face to face honor each other. Yes. We have that verse. Yeah. Attempt. We should be outdoing each other and honoring each other. But the point of that is that we are self-sacrificially loving others. Right. Um, as a way to point people to Christ. That's yeah. the goal. As we are, you know what I mean? And that is a solution for the problems that we've brought up. Because at the end of the day, um, you are not keeping a record of, of, well, I've, you know, I think I have given this person four gold bars and they've only given me three. Right. No, if you are seeking to love each other with a true love that is pointed towards Christ, that's not going to be, your relationships aren't going to be all transactional. Right. Um, you're not going to be thinking about, well, I'm not going to bring this person dinner because they didn't bring me dinner when I right. had a baby or mm-hmm. when I was sick or whatever. That's not how these things function. And, right. But it's really it's a really easy trap to fall into, I think, because our society has discipled us to believe that relationships are transactional. Mm-hmm. Basically, what can I get from you? Right. What are you giving me? Well, and that you are the center of right. the relationship. So it is based right. off of how like the quality of your friendships or just relationships mm-hmm. in general is how you feel about them. Right. What's going on over there, babe? This laptop. <laughs> I mean, the laptop is kind of old, so it's one of those heavy, if it was a modern laptop, <laughs> we'd we would have heard a whisper. Right. <laughs> I think um I think we need to we are Christian women, which means we should be so free to serve and love each other without baggage. And right. a lot of times we bring this baggage in of uh keeping accounts keeping a record of wrongs essentially Mm -hmm. or keeping a record of rights so that you can make sure no one is more right than you Mm -hmm. in this relationship Um, and we make the mistake of thinking that friendships are for us Mm -hmm. we think that you know 
this this friendship here's how i need it to be here's what i need it to be here's how i need it to look and ultimately who who are you being a friend to in that moment yourself right <laughs> and only yourself and yeah. that's a quick way to ruin relationships and then a lot of times you know we think about um our relationships with people who are difficult as something that you know maybe we need to step back from that maybe you do just so you know yeah i'm not we're not against boundaries yeah. as long as they're biblical right. boundaries but ultimately um even your your relationships that are difficult are for your good in some way or another right oh yeah um we don't grow without difficulty yeah. that is how we grow that is how god often uses others to grow us mm-hmm. um and i think that we can so quickly forget that because we want friendships to be all easy and light and how can it serve us how can it serve me but that's really not what friendship is for yeah um well and like the 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 fun parts of friendship are really kind of this like just blessing Cherry that complements mm-hmm. yeah that complements mm-hmm. the yeah the other stuff yeah. that's happening right um and like pairs with it to make it this like right. very sweet yeah nice thing that's enjoyable to have you know right. um i've always thought of you know the church i go to is a huge part of it but i've like realized the blessing of friendship and and i guess mainly because the kind of friendship that i've found with apologia is like a family like a very familial yeah it like is. i have um you know i like i have friends that that are my sisters right you know yeah. and and it's to the point where it's even like that i have friends that um like we are we're in ministry and in life together right sometimes completely separate yeah and not talking and not being in what you would consider incredibly close right for even long periods of time right and then when we come back together it's like never skipped a beat right yeah. yeah um and it's it's a huge it's the biggest it's one of the biggest gifts mm-hmm. i've ever gotten and it yeah. has made the last 10 years of my life uh, like i couldn't even bearable try to imagine <laughs> right what it would look like right and th- and that includes the times Right. When I was feeling sorry for myself and right. resentful of not having the types of relationships that I wanted, mm-hmm. um, whether that be friends, romantic mm-hmm. relationships, um, it's st- like yeah. Looking back on that, I can I can have some insight, right, into what I was doing in those moments when I resented relationships mm-hmm. um, versus cherished right the ones that I have right because it can be it can be very easy to hear someone talk about friendships and go well they're popular right so so that's why right yeah like (laughs) of course joy's having a good time in her church she's been there since the beginning and she's (laughs) on apology of radio and people know who she is you know right like you can doesn't matter if you're in the limelight it doesn't matter if you're in the the background because many times i think of myself as a behind the scenes person when it comes to apology at church you really are you are Um, yeah and so like it really doesn't matter where you're standing right like friendships are a blessing they shouldn't Mm -hmm. be they shouldn't be a chore right um and they shouldn't be this like you can be a good friend 
no matter where you're at. Right. And I think a yep. lot of times the way we view it is no one's being a good enough friend to me. Right. But that's you've actually just stated the problem. Right. The problem in that scenario is you. Right. Uh, because and you your focus not. is on you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If you, whether <laughs> you are mad that people aren't talking to you about the things that you want to talk about or right. they're not approaching you in your right. shyness or your reservedness or your introversion. Right. I'm not being served enough. Or or I notice that people have really close friendships and I just have superficial acquaintance right. friendships. Right. You know, that's um that's all right. self. Well and I think we need to be free. So the the basis I think of all good Christian friendships is the freedom that we have in Christ to serve him alongside each other. So you're going to have relationships that are going to be more intense in certain seasons and then less intense in others as God, as God puts you where you go. I have a friend who lives in Georgia and I can go six months without talking Mm -hmm. to her. Yeah. And there's no guilt in that because she, the Lord has her on the other side of the country from me. Right realistically we are not going to be talking every single day and doing something every single day. Right. Um, that's just not realistic because we're both being faithful with where we're at. Right. But at the end of the day, because we have a common bond through the Lord and because we love each other, we can pick up the phone. We can pick up the texting like no time ever Whenever. happened. Yeah. We're free to do that. I, we don't, I don't have to feel any guilt. Right. And, and you know, sometimes, you know, your friends are going to move away um, or you're going to move away or you're going to move into different seasons. You're going to have different abilities right. of how social well, you like can I be. Well, like I had up until, I mean, not up until very recently, but up until very recently, I was single. Right. So I had many friends who were single. Right. And then when you get married, and then especially when you shortly after that have a kid, right. your relationships change. And right. those some of those people are still what I would consider my best friends. Right. But our your relationship how not the our same. relationships look. Yeah is different like how we interact and how often we interact and all that kind of thing right and it does yeah right and i think another thing too is you don't just that i want to add is you don't owe anybody friendship and nobody owes you friendship now we owe each other um all of the one another's that's what i mean with like like confusing being hospitable and faithful to the needs of your church and right and like the love needs of the people around you. Right. You that is being a friend and a good brother and sister right. in Christ. Um, right. but it doesn't mean that you have the same right. um friendship right. every time. Level like, with every be, person. You know, yeah. Right. You do, you're not um you're still being faithful if you right. bring a meal yeah. in loving friendship yeah. and you drop it off and you don't get a chance to text them for four weeks right like that was still and if someone drops off a meal to you and they don't text you right that was a friendship move you know like you don't owe anybody a certain amount of this or that we should be i think that's not to say we don't stretch ourselves and and seek to love ourselves and be sacrificial but it's not about uh how much can i honor everyone around me so that i appear to be the most loving but like you're looking for people that you can serve alongside and sometimes god really grows and blesses those relationships more than other times yeah um and then they're going to change and that's okay (coughs) excuse me 
still recovering from death's door. Um, <clears throat> and I, I just think ultimately friendship is for friendship is for growing each other in knowledge and love of the Lord. It's not for meeting your felt needs. Right. And some, God will bless you as you seek to love others and as you look to him mm-hmm. and your needs are going to be met. Oh yeah. And frequently that is God is going to use your friends to do it. Yeah. Um, but if you're looking to be, uh, if you are looking to be served and sacrificed for um, more than you're looking to do that for others, that is a recipe for bitterness, resentment, right. and all kinds of totally wrecked relationships. Right. So that's... Absolutely. Friendship is is a good thing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, when you're when when like when you if we're saying the word friendship and you have like a sour look on your face mm-hmm. something weird is happening either like summer said there maybe there's like a boundary that needs to be set or maybe your friendships are too much about you um yeah you know what i mean or right. you're putting pressure on your like you know right. even if even if you are the friend that everyone relies on mm-hmm. Um, that's still you that needs to fix that. Like if you have taken on the God character <laughs> of your group of friends, there can be some really unhealthy still dynamics is there. a problem. You yeah. know, if you're the person that feels like you're <laughs> serving too much, that's, and yeah. you're, and you are uh, bitter about that. Look into it. There's if you're the person that feels yeah. like you're not being served enough and you're bitter. Right. Look into that. <laughs> I mean, well, and really we're not supposed to break fellowship with one another and we're supposed to be in fellowship with one another we're supposed to come to the table together right there's i mean in so many ways yeah you should look around you especially on sunday but most days and see yourself being blessed by friendship right if you don't think of friendship as a blessing Something's gone awry. Right. Yeah. And, and perhaps maybe it's time to reevaluate what friendships are for. The good news, the bad news is, is it's you. <laughs> the good news is it's you. <laughs> and you can change it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it can get better. <laughs> you can change. Right. It's okay. Yeah. It's the same thing. Problem, solution, same, same thing. <laughs> it's the gospel. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Look to Jesus. This is not. It really is. It really is the solution. Well, and the thing is, is like if you if you do have a weird, like weird negative feelings about friendship, talk to somebody. Yeah. Allow someone to be a friend to you. Yeah. Um. Tell somebody, mm-hmm. hey, like I need a friend. You can right bless. Now. It's actually a blessing to someone else when you trust them with that. Right. And and allow them to, you know. Sometimes we think of people as like they're leeches, but it's like, no, you're growing when you're right. well and building you, someone else up. When you go to somebody that is you being sanctified in your pride. Like if you're the person that never goes to anyone and always serves other people, right? Like that's you breaking your pride by going to another person. Right. And if you're the person that, that is always being served, it allows you to serve somebody else. Right. Yeah. Well, that's all I have to say about that. I think friendships are, I mean, (laughs) what is this? It's just such, so many things I've said in this episode are like, I think friendship's great. (laughs) It's like, Wow. (laughs) Joy with her original insight Just here on this. Stunning and marvelous. You know what? I wasn't sure about those sheologians, but when Joy said friendship is great. Then I knew. I really knew we were dealing with something special here. <laughs> well, you guys heard it here first. 
I've never heard it anywhere else. Friendship is great. <laughs> now imagine Summer and I high fiving <laughs> as I say that. I'm just thinking and like of clicking my our heels pony. or something. My little pony. We turn into <laughs> Pinkie Pie. What are their names? I, Pinkie Pie is one. Is that one? Mm-hmm. I should know. I was a little. Uh, Under that? No. Oh. My Little Pony, I think, were the same age. So I think yeah. that was like some people our age got into it, but it, it was, was like right on me. the precipice. Yeah. I was in Edgar Allan Poe by the time I was eight. <laughs> so that wasn't happening with me. My poor mom. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I have a similar experience, not with Edgar Allan Poe, but I think I liked, I was a little obsessed with like sharks eating me. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Something to do with Jaws. Every time I swam in the pool, I thought <laughs> yeah. a shark was going to eat now, me. Now, okay, tell me when, like, as the sun went down and, like, the shadow in the pool yeah. grew. Yeah, you couldn't swim in it. Yes. Right, you had to stay okay, out of the yeah, shadow. Because that's, duh, Obviously, the sharks were in the shadows. All the, all the creatures, also I, water ghosts. Oh, no, you just, know, I'm I gonna didn't. I'm going to stop right there. So you guys can leave us a voicemail at 470-465-0475. Water ghosts. <laughs> I went too far. And <laughs> we're here today to put the her in water ghosts. <laughs> I'm not going to be explaining what that one is. That's it for this week, you guys. And we will see you next week. See ya. I was blind. Now I'm seeing in color. I was dead. Now I'm living forever